It's time to fire up the three-cylinder star drive, the show that sputters along, touring a galaxy of pop culture and fanboy fiction. And now, here are your hosts, Richard Coots and Roger Colby. Hey, welcome again to Three-Cylinder Star Drive. I'm Roger Colby, science fiction author. And I'm Richard Coots, and I am a fount of useless pop culture trivia. Mm, you're not useless, Richard. We, I really need you for this podcast. So. <laughs> Um, okay, we're also recording our this next second show. Hopefully, the next shows won't have this, but we had to record in the Union at OU because, well, the library was closed. So here we are. Um, and there's noises in the background. People making noise. All right, so uh, what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about Spider-Man Homecoming. And we want to make sure that you know this is kind of a spoilery episode. We are going to talk about it. Uh, from a perspective of, oh yeah, we're, you know, we've seen the movie. So if you haven't seen the movie, stop the podcast now, because uh, we are going to talk about it. All right, so first of all, I want to talk about the characters. Mm-hmm. Because this character of Peter Parker is probably the most genuine to the comic version I've ever seen. Because he's a 15-year-old kid, and he acts like a 15-year-old kid. Am I right? Oh yeah, that's... One of the big reasons I love this movie. Um, and what's great about him, Peter Parker is basically living out that whole thing that Ben, Uncle Ben told him, you know, uh, with great power comes great responsibility. He's living it out and realizing throughout the whole... That's really the moral of this film, is with great power comes great responsibility. Because at the end of the day, he is realizing, oh my goodness... All this power I have, I really screwed up. I know I need to be a better hero. I and, need to be better at this. He, and he screws up a lot. He screws up a lot. I mean, a lot. And um, you know, and the other thing is that he's 15, and none of the other superheroes take him seriously. Um, especially not Happy. Happy yeah. really doesn't take him seriously ever. And that's really one of the problems is nobody takes him seriously when this vulture character is doing all these things, these horrible things, and he can't really get them to pay attention to it, you know. Um, but what I loved about this Peter Parker character was his genuineness. It was like he's just wide-eyed and he's excited. And it's like if any 15-year-old had the powers he had, they would be just like that. Any 15-year-old boy, they would be exactly like that. I know because I have a kid who's a boy who's now 17, but when he was 15 wide-eyed and excited about everything, you know. Um, so naive, doesn't really know what he's getting into. Um, I also really loved the character of uh, that was played by uh, Michael Keaton, um, Toombs. What's his yeah, first Adrian name? Toombs. Adrian Toombs, yeah. The, the Vulture. The Vulture. Um, you know, and he is just, I completely feel for the Vulture. I really do. I feel for Adrian Toombs. Um, I felt like his character wasn't like one of these villains. It's like complete, you know, I've always said this all over and over again. I write my books like this. My villains that I have in my book books are always villains that you could feel like, okay, I understand why they're doing what they're doing. Um, and you, in some ways you sympathize with what they're doing, but at the same time, it's like, man, that's really evil. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Uh, But with the vulture, I felt like he was, he was really, you know, a very 
realistic villain. Yeah, he's he's certainly different from his comic book origins, but it really worked for this uh, film. It did. And I think, unlike, say, the Mandarin, yeah. they, <laughs> Iron Man should've. 3, this really worked. should just had the Mandarin be the Mandarin. Yeah. Um, no, but what I loved about the this, too, is the twist, like, halfway through or two-thirds of the way through when you find out that Liz... Her dad, the girl, the, the love interest, is um, her dad is Vulture. Yes. In that scene in the car, I was absolutely yeah, holding that, on to the seat. That is probably the best scene in the I movie, was, in my opinion. Yes, I was absolutely terrified. And what's great is there's no web slinging in that. There's no superpower stuff going on. It's just character interaction. Which, if you can pull off a, a superhero movie and have that kind of... Um, that kind of angst, that kind of uh, danger, without there being any, you know, laser bolts flying around. I mean, you really have done something, mm-hmm. you know. And so, I agree. That scene was the best scene in the movie. When he's sitting in the front seat asking all those questions, and the girl thinks it's just the dad being protective, and it's and, and you know that he's trying to figure out who Spider-Man is, and figure, and he's like got it in his head. Oh. This kid is Spider-Man, you know. Um, oh, my goodness. It, it's just terrifying. So that was great. Um, another thing was really cool. I'm really glad that they didn't do another origin story. Because, look, okay. Uh, yeah. Let me, just, let me just clue you in, kids. Okay, those of you who are huge nerds like me, okay, <laughs> you are tired of origin stories. If, if you've lived, you have to pretty much have lived under a rock beneath the earth's crust to not know that Spider-Man was made into Spider-Man by being bitten by a radioactive spider. I mean, come on. Stop doing the origin stories. I'm tired of it with Batman. I'm tired of it with all these superheroes. Now, if it's a brand new movie and they've never had the hero before, mm-hmm. maybe, like The Flash. Yeah, The Flash or, or you know, Doctor Strange. Sure. Certainly Guardians of the Galaxy because yeah. nobody, they were pretty obscure you know, before the movie. if it's an established character that's mm-hmm. been around a long time, yeah, we don't, you need, don't it. need that. We don't need another Batman. No. Origin story. Um, I thought the Iron Man our origin story worked pretty well, mm-hmm. even though it was not exactly how it went down in the uh, original comic mm-hmm. book, exactly. But um, I thought it worked. But, you know, with Spider-Man, there's been so many Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Let's not do it again. Yeah, just let Uncle Ben stay in heaven. Yeah, <laughs> Uncle Ben. But, you know, I thought that, you know what, though? Uncle Ben was in this movie. Uncle Ben was in this movie, in a way, because um, the whole theme of the movie is uh, great with great power comes great responsibility. Uh, sure. I mean, they never say it, but you, you never it's, say it. it's, yeah. the, it's pretty much the theme, you know. And yeah. he learns it by the end of the film. Yeah. Um, okay, Richard. So, what did you think? Okay. Yeah. Well, I I loved I loved uh, just like you were hitting on the naivety of the character, and that yeah. he's a real teenager and he's yeah. having fun. He loves these superpowers, and it's kind of like in the old movie, the other movies, Tobey Maguire and stuff. Now, I, I liked the first two Tobey Maguire movies. The other ones, not so much. Um, <laughs> well, but you didn't like the uh, the dancing through the street and the. Uh, the emo, the emo uh, <laughs> no. Peter Parker. You know, no, you know, like no, that. we're not gonna. Was yeah, it? 
was an emo pick. Let's just was not good enough for you. Was it? Yeah. But Sam it's Raimi. A, it's though, a like, yeah, it's Sam Raimi. But I mean, it's Sam Raimi. He made uh, Army of Darkness and yeah. stuff. I mean, he's cool, right? Yeah. And why would he? Do- <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's just stop. Let's just. I'm gonna stop. Let's stop. Twisting there. the thumb screws, man. Yeah. I'm done. Okay. I, I don't want to say anything mean about bad about Sam Raimi. So. Well. Because I love I will, Sam Raimi. I will. Have to, I will with that. They, yeah. Something was terribly wrong, and I think it was probably. It was studio. Shh, shh, wasn't Sam Raimi. It was actually the studio that made him do that. Yeah. Okay. So anyway. Well. So back to what you were anyways, saying. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. He, but like I said, he's constantly screwing up and all that. But that was some of the best parts of the movie because it brought some of the greatest humor. Right. And he's also, but like I said, in the other movies, he gets superpowers and pretty much almost immediately after that, he's like, oh, being a superhero, there's, <laughs> it's, it's so, it's so much responsibility i can't handle the weight the whole world's on my shoulder like that's not spider-man spider-man loves being a superhero he does he's your friendly neighborhood he's your friendly he's saving cats from trees he is and and by the way another thing that was really funny about this was the whole thing about where does he swing his web from when he's out that was the best part was addressed yes it's hilarious it's hilarious like there's this part where he's running having to run through a golf course and he can't shoot his web anywhere to swing from anything and he's just running through the golf course like, ah, yeah. oh, this sucks. Yeah, the bit where he's running. <laughs> it's so funny. Or when he just stands out in the street and shoots his web up in the air and it just goes whoosh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, where is it going? And he's yeah. like, oh yeah, there's no buildings. Yeah. <laughs> but I love, yeah, another, that's one of the best things about this is how lighthearted it was. Sure. And, you know, another thing that I didn't think I would care much for but I, but I actually really liked was Aunt May. Aunt oh, May, yes. they really made her a good Aunt character. May, you know, uh, Marissa Tomei. Marissa she's Tomei. awesome anyway. Yeah, she like is. Marissa Tomei. Who doesn't like Marissa Tomei? Uh, but, you know, I really thought her, her uh, she pulls this off mm-hmm. in such a good way. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't think, going into it, I thought, when you know when we see her in Civil War? Uh, did we see her in Civil no, War? No, Marissa Tomei was not in Civil War. This was her first Marvel movie. When did we see her, though? I remember him sitting on the couch talking to her. Oh, yes, we did. At the very end. Yeah, right. He was in the... Yeah, Yeah, sitting on the couch talking to her. The mid-credits scene where he he gives him his (laughs) suit. It's hilarious. Yeah, Uh, that was... Yeah, we did see her. uh, Tony Stark hitting on her and stuff. Um, But it's... Usually you see Aunt May. She's like, you know, 90 years old. 90 years old, and (laughs) she's walking around. She's like... Oh, Peter, you should drink your prune juice. <laughs> but in this, everybody's like hitting on her, yeah. and, which is pretty, it's actually pretty funny. But she's a great character, and you could, she comes across as, you know, really loving mm-hmm. just as well as the other yeah. one. Um, yeah. You know, she gets really freaked out when Peter hasn't called her and everything yeah. about where he's been. Now, I just want to talk real quick about the things I didn't think worked. Uh-oh. Well, just some quick that? things. Okay. Just not, they're kind of, they're really just nitpicking, really. <laughs> but uh, you didn't there was like a, the color of his suit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Well, anyways. No, taser I, webs. Oh, taser webs. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I liked it. I liked all that stuff. That's okay. pretty cool. Okay. What did you not like? Okay. Well, uh, well, there was a, what didn't work. And it's not that I didn't like it, it's just that it didn't. It, it, was, it was a big continuity oopsie. Yeah. On their part. They eight said years. eight they said when right yeah, after the Avengers. Eight years. Yeah. They were cleaning up uh, Michael Keaton and his gang. Uh, 
uh, the two shocker yeah, versions. They're, they're of the cleaning up damage control from the attack up. on New York, all the Chitari, right. yeah, uh, debris and stuff. And mm-hmm. it says eight years earlier, but that doesn't really line up. No, it doesn't. It needs so, to be six. Yeah, it's supposed to be six. If you look at the continuity, it should be six years. That's a real goof. Yeah, and I'm surprised that got by Kevin Feige. And the other thing, also, just a nitpick, Flash Thompson. He's just kind of a, he's <laughs> yeah. kind of a dweeb in this. He was weak. And it was, yeah, he was a dweeb, and it was kind of strange. He's just some dweeby rich kid, and it was well, kind okay. of strange that... Let me, let me think, let me, okay, I'm going to play devil's advocate. Here. Okay. Okay. So, what if, I, mean, I know we've had the origin story already, it's already happened, but we don't see it. What if he's already, like, you know... <laughs> snipped his, you know, his his toughness. What if Peter's already had that moment where he beat up Flash Thompson, and we I just never know. saw it? And maybe I mean, Flash is just he seems pretty in the background, kind of, no. nah, 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 you know, it's because he can't really yeah. do anything because he knows he's going to get his butt kicked. Yeah, you know, the only thing I I don't understand why Peter doesn't punt. The only reason I don't I think Peter would have just knocked him out already is that. In this movie, he's just a genuinely good kid. Yeah. Yeah. He's just very morally centered. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So, Spider-Man Homecoming. Great movie. Go see it. it. Go see it if you haven't. We've already spoiled it for you, so... Yeah, stay through the credits. (laughs) The best stuff is in the credits. Yeah. The Captain America PSAs. Oh, they're great. They're you're, so funny. You're gonna get st- I can't wait until the Blu-ray comes out. Yeah, they're probably going to have a ton of those. Yeah, they said they're going to have a lot more Captain America PSAs <laughs> many, on the Blu-ray. How long do I have to do this? What? what <laughs> that was like, they just completely troll the audience for, for setting the But you know credits, what? Um, here's the thing. Probably if, the funniest if they thing had, ever. If they had superheroes in the real world, they would be doing PSAs. Mm-hmm. They would be. You know, that just makes perfect sense. That's another thing about this film. It's very realistic. Like, what would it be like if superheroes were real? It's just the same. Yeah. Kind of, you know, it's great. So, okay. So our dollar rental of the week this week is Tales of Halloween. Tales of Halloween, yeah. Tales of, Tales of, Tales of Halloween. Nice little anthology film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and what's crazy about it is it has some interesting stars in it that I was pretty shocked. Okay. One of them is Sam Witwer was in this movie. And he does the voice of Darth Maul on the um, the the series, the, uh, the Star- animated series. Yeah, Star Wars Rebels. Yeah, Star Wars it? Rebels. Yeah, uh-huh. he did the voice of Darth Maul, and he's in this movie. Um, and it was weird because I saw him, and I was like, I've seen that guy before. Where have I seen him? And so I'm looking on IMDb, and I'm like, Oh my god, he did the voice of Darth Maul, and that's mm-hmm. where I saw I saw him on the special features. When he also did uh, Palpatine in yeah. uh, Star Wars Unleashed and Star right. Killer. They completely right. did a mocap of his face and everything for that. And for some of you who don't know, he also did uh, Doomsday in Smallville. Oh wow! He really? plays he played Doomsday. Oh cool. Okay, so um, it does have a lot of uh, interesting. Uh, stars like why are they in this movie? And yeah. one of them is the guy like, that plays the demon or devil or whatever that's in yeah, the neighborhood. Barry Bostwick. Barry Bostwick plays a devil, I mm-hmm. guess. Not the devil, maybe, but it's a devil. And he's going around the neighborhood with this little kid, like having him do all these evil things. Um, and I won't spoil it for you because it's it's really funny what happens at the end and it's kind of mm-hmm. disturbing. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's great. Uh, it's really hilarious. Um, it has... A ton of these little 
they're short little stories, you know, little anthology stories. And they're all based around, you know, trick-or-treating or Halloween and stuff like that. Uh, the one with Sam Witwer, he's, uh, he's actually him and uh, we talked about the actor Juan Pablo Cotillo mm-hmm. in the last podcast. It was in the Zygote short, yeah. Neil Blomkamp's yeah. Zygote short. He's in that. And he's his <laughs> partner, Sam Witwer's partner. And they're like, these guys, they're going to kidnap this rich guy's son. And the rich guy, while well, he's trick-or-treating, and the rich guy is played by none <laughs> other than director of where, uh, where American Werewolf in London, John Landis. John Landis is the dad. And they call him up. Now, we're not going to tell you why, but they call him up. And they say, we have your son or whatever. And he's like, good, whatever. And he hangs up. So and, you gotta tell him. And, Sam, and Sam Whitworth's like, what the flip? <laughs> yeah. He doesn't say flip, but this is yeah, a family it's pretty show. Funny. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, and there's some great little, little stories. There's one where these two guys are competing for lawn ornaments for Halloween. And they're just back and forth. And then they have this fight, and it ends... It ends rather epically. Uh, yeah, really one of them was played by uh, comedian Dana Gold. Yeah, yeah. So there's some really, uh, you know, some familiar-looking people mm-hmm. in this film. Fred Grumberg's it's... in it for like <laughs> ten seconds. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, you can watch this movie on Netflix right now, actually. Mm-hmm. It's yep. called Tales of Halloween. Or you can uh, probably find it at your local video store, which we recommend you look there first before you go on Netflix. So, um, it's a little gem, little... You know, Jim, that felt went under the radar. Yep. And uh, where else are you going to have a movie with a giant pumpkin jack-o'-lantern that bites a guy's head off? Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. just, you know, hey, fun all around. Okay, so until next time, I'm Roger Colby. And I'm Richard Coots.